You don't know everything about me. I've lived a lot of lives. Before I was an Avenger. Before I got this family. I made mistakes. Choosing between what the world wants you to be. Garbage in, garbage out. Hello, hello, all you gigalos. Welcome to Garbage In, Garbage Out. I'm your host, Kelton, and surprisingly not joining me this week is my co-host, Grift. Instead, I'm joined by special MCU correspondent, Ruby. Ruby, how is Let's it going, go. madam? Hi, it's going great. It's going fantastic. I'm glad I have an official title now. Yes, yes, Good certainly. Something that we can check back into, which I definitely am going to want to keep exploring uh, as we we see just the fascinating tales of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wondering like what other <laughs> articles of clothing are going to get various <laughs> origin stories. Oh, Oh, time I, hate, will tell. I hate how fucking excited everyone is on Twitter about that. I went through the tags and everyone, oh my God, the best, the best. Fuck off. It's it's something that's Gosh. important, though. Uh, obviously, this week we are talking about Marvel's Black Widow movie. And so uh, for those of you who are unaware, although I'm not sure anyone really is unaware of a Marvel movie these days, uh, this movie is set between Captain America and Avengers and Infinity War, and we get to see uh, Black Widow Natasha Romanoff uh, confront various darker parts of her past, and there's, of course, a conspiracy wrapped up in all of it, and so she has to deal with her history, both as a spy and then all of the broken relationships she has had in her past uh, that existed before she became an Avenger. So that's kind of like the the bird's eye view point of view here. But uh, more importantly, Ruby, uh, what did you think about this movie? Let, let's let's discuss. So, so I actually okay. So I I thought it was better than I was expecting it uh, to be uh, compared to the expectation I had when it was first like announced that Black Widow was getting a solo movie or whatever. It was um, I, I like not not like as a movie better i guess it was more enjoyable than i was expecting it to be <laughs> by like a long shot i really thought i was gonna be fucking like bored as fuck the entire time i had a good time i sure. had fun watching well, it which is not what i was expecting i was expecting to hate like every minute of this movie which <laughs> i managed not to so i mean with marvel movies especially it feels like you kind of have to grade on such a curve because uh, mm -hmm. even like even at their worst they're probably c tier when it comes to the action and the effects and the yeah. pacing and stuff the the issue uh, the, well, i mean uh, the, the effects can be worse than c tier this movie's effects were not we're not <laughs> c tier i don't think uh shout out by the way to anyone who was able to watch on disney plus uh before they managed to edit out a few frames that showed some of the effects harness work that uh, Florence Did Pugh really? was using in the oh, third act. I yeah, wish, yeah, I don't know if I know. I saw it as a torrent. So okay, well, I, I don't, did, I don't you, know if that was in that one. You possibly, yeah. For for several frames, it was uh, very apparent in some of the CGI uh, effect where you're like, "What are those three streaks that are on the screen?" Oh, oh, those are the wires. Okay, I see. Well, that's that's so funny. 
funny. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I, I mean, you know, it, it happens. They they did a lot of the post production. Um, uh, well, I shouldn't say a lot because uh, this movie has been delayed. But a lot of the what they were going to do for the touching up process and the crunch they do before with these movies mm-hmm. uh, before uh, official big release uh, that of course got pushed when black widow did. So um, my, my basic thoughts on this film though is uh, uh, not, not necessarily great. I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of it personally. Unsurprising. Uh, I, I mean, you know, I, again, like I appreciate Marvel movies for what they are. So I tried to look at it and figure out, well, why did I have an issue with Black Widow? So then I can kind of help deviate some things mm-hmm. because uh, this is the first Marvel movie that was rated PG-13 for thematic content because uh, I guess it deals with a darker nature than the destruction of half of the universe somehow, yeah, some way, right. you know. Uh, but regardless, uh, I don't think it actually warranted that PG-13 uh, rating for the thematic content. It didn't seem any deeper than anything else, but maybe that's just because it kind of all got lost in what I felt like was some fairly generic action scenes. And yeah. uh, well, I mean, the whole plot itself is a little generic, but uh, the the action was serviceable enough. And I kind of wanted to shout out the second unit director who headed up all of the action. It's a guy named Darren Prescott. And if you're wondering, oh, well, ha- why is the second unit director important? Well, it's because the actual director of this movie, I, I, I'm blinking on her name because I'm a misogynist, uh, but she had done <laughs> uh, several like very small indie thriller things. And so what Marvel does is that they they let that person do a lot of the storyboarding and a lot of kind of the the plot punching up. But in terms of the actual action set pieces, they have several hired guns. And so mm-hmm. the the action in this movie was directed by a second unit director named Darren Prescott, who did Captain America Civil War, Black Panther, and then also John Wick 1, 2, and 3. He was the second unit action director on all of those movies, which is why it feels like this is incredibly serviceable. Now, my issues involving the characters really kind of, I figured out what my problem with it was when I found out that the script was written by the guy who wrote Godzilla versus Kong. That I mean, <laughs> like that 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 was kind of the explanation yeah. right there. Was yeah, like, oh, I can see that. Maybe just maybe, uh, uh, you should I don't know hire a, a real uh, person to direct a, uh, or not direct to write yeah. a script. That because give- like in the case of Godzilla versus Kong, that's good that you don't need to give a shit about characters really. Exactly, that's kind of appropriate for that movie. This is the opposite. Precisely. This is a movie. That's supposed to be about character development because you're taking a character that's already dead, that has no future in the universe and giving her some backstory and some new characters in her circle or whatever. It should be exclusively about character development and, you know, sowing seeds for future stuff. But (laughs) yeah, mainly about character development. And instead they they go with someone now famous for not writing characters no he doesn't no. need to i mean if anything uh that movie is most famous for obviously you know like uh monkey and all that all those memes that were monkey. circulating yeah but uh all, more importantly uh everyone hated all of the characters in that movie yeah everyone was, it like, was they were why? fucking awful yeah it, it was they were a complete waste of time i wanted to see monkey fight lizard that's all i wanted <laughs> and so, they wasted tons of time with characters that were underwritten like i don't i don't understand 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that that I think speaks a little bit more to my issue with the Marvel machine, which is where you go with a hired gun to direct your action movie. You get uh, a quasi indie director to try and add a little bit of like real street cred of this is going to have the more mature themes, even though it is kind of just the same sh- level of shallowness. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, uh, you don't really care about the script because all that needs to happen is plot uh, point A to point B. And that didn't even need to happen since this is basically a prequel uh, to whatever Florence Pugh's setup yeah. uh, for, for involvement her Black in not even her own show, because it's her involvement in the Hawkeye show. Oh, my God. That yeah, they that, set up. That, she's not. I don't think she's getting her own. Not anytime soon where it would warrant excitement. She's getting shoved into the hawkeye show yes she's going to be on the disney channel original movie tier of uh, marvel movies so (laughs) very very excited for this uh it's fascinating to see what some people uh specifically uh what uh, scarlett johansson would describe this film as because she's talked about it being a mix of the fugitive and terminator 2 as well as logan Mm -hmm. and i did not get any of that i i mean there was a chase sequence so i guess that's like the fugitive and then there was uh, uh, a killer cyborg robot-esque type uh villain so i guess that's like terminator 2 but uh, it, none of that really kind of shown through a little bit. Like it's no, not no, not in, not in the slightest. It's like it's it all it felt like was generic, like a generic spy movie, but with the trappings of the Marvel universe on top of it. I, I like you I get you get the little, little cute references to superheroes and stuff on top of a spy movie. That's not very good. I, I I was about to say I need to do a little bit of a pushback here because I don't think most spy movies, real spy movies, uh, d- go into a weird third act where it's all just kind of a CGI wash. Yeah, fest yeah, as, uh, people that's are the, on that's stages. another. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When when you mentioned like Marvel trappings, right of the of the universe involve the lore stuff, but really it's not a Marvel movie without a third act. CGI fest. So there was no sky beam, so that's that. progress. At I, least, I gotta, at I le- it was still in the sky, <laughs> though. It was sky based, a sky based CGI finale, but no sky beam, thankfully. Just the sky base. And, you know, when I'm trying to think about it, uh, of uh, even on the curve of Marvel movies, like I wouldn't say that this is like the worst MCU movie. No, it's I, not I mean, Thor 2 yeah. or Thor 1. So. Oh, see, I'm a sucker for Thor 1. I love Thor the- one's Thor one's fun, but it's bad. You get it's Dutch angles. Movie. You get like oh, it's bizarre a bizarre amount of annoying time. Movie. Yeah, yeah, no. We're gonna talk about all about Thor Asgard and this intergalactic thing, and we're gonna spend a bunch of time in Arizona, in new in the new, in Mexico, new Mexico desert. That's right. That's the right. The new Mexico fucking desert. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> Just... fucking see Walter White selling meth on the corner and have Thor punt him into space. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah. People often talk about like phase one, phase two, phase three. Like where can you tell the difference in MCU movies? And the Mm -hmm. answer is uh, once Georgia started giving the MCU major tax breaks to film. Yeah. That's, that's where like, Oh, suddenly everything. I can't stop thinking about Kevin Feige commenting on the Shang-Chi or on the Eternals. And he's like, I'm so impressed with the on-site locations. Like, wow. Who would have thought that point? a camera at, the, at fucking nature would look better than a fucking soundstage mountain. Give me a fucking break, dude. That's some of the worst shit in this movie in terms of effects is the soundstage backgrounds. Oh, yeah. Like all the natural environments look like dog shit. Yeah. The ending after they crash the sky base and shit and they're sitting there 
doing like the last little bit when shield comes to pick her up and all that shit the the entire background looks like such dog shit it looks so bad and, it's so distracting and it is interesting that you mentioned sound stages um because the other element of the cinematography that i want to hit on was that a lot of the the rest of the camera crew all came from the agent carter tv show that existed and a couple of other like mcu movies like uh, one division mm-hmm. and stuff and so it I know they talk about how, well, in the MCU, all the TV shows, they feel like movies or or whatever, you know, the, the line mm-hmm. that they try and give people. But yeah. it, what it's actually done is made their movies look like TV shows. Yes. And look yes. flat. I agree. And, I agree. Yeah. And, and the TV shows are like the budget they give to the TV shows and the talent they put on that they've put on WandaVision and Loki and the other one uh, look good. <laughs> I like the look of those shows. Sure. I think they look good, especially good for TV. They feel like high budget TV. The movies now feel like low budget movies, yep. despite having these astronomical budgets as a result, which is super disappointing because the movies are supposed to be the tent poles. The, the shows, in terms of like being an MCU fan and a comic book movie fan in general, are supposed to be for deeper dives into characters and for like retellings of classic comic book stories that don't have time for movies or don't have the importance for a movie correct or even to fix things like they i'm i'm assuming at least from a design perspective i don't know because i didn't watch it but they fixed zemo in the falcon and the winter soldier oh yeah zemo was fucking absolutely wasted in civil war so that's another thing they can do with the shows is fix characters and redo things that they did in the movies you know in a different aspect but the movie's tentpole nature that being the big moments or whatever is kind of wasted when i heard that they were starting um the shows and you know infinity saga was coming to an end i was kind of looking forward to it being treated like they do comic crossovers every hero has their own book Mm -hmm. and then there's a comic crossover book where all the all the individual hero comics get like 10 issues of tie-in and then there's one main title event comic that brings them all together it's kind of what i was hoping they would do going after the infinity stuff is um use the movies as reasons to pull the characters together that that can't happen though again it's a machine they're not going to stop and and or change the formula until things stop making them i mean frankly that the marvel comics are also a machine and they work like the civil war 2 comic that came out a few years ago is like that they were they literally just machinified the process or all their crossovers. I mm-hmm. said that stuff because that's just how crossovers work. It's a machine. Everybody running their books is like, hey, uh, Spider-Man team, uh, Daredevil team, everybody's team. We're doing a crossover. You have to put five issues into it. Here's the basic, basic plot. Uh, talk to each other. Have fun. And they have to fucking shit out five issues to get them to get their characters involved in the crossover. And then they and they all have to put a stop to whatever creative shit they're doing to fit this crossover. Yep. Because yep. something like with the magnitude of like a civil war event has to supersede whatever shit's going on in the superhero's main book or whatever. Precisely. And it's 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 a machine putting its foot on the little guy and stopping any kind of creative exp- exploration for the sake of a big uh money making draw, which is what events usually are. 
And, and especially now because they're sorry, I keep interrupting. It's they they it's literally fine. keep rehashing events. They made a, a second civil war called Civil War Two, and they also made a second secret war. Those were their two most popular fucking events ever. And they did a Civil War Two in like 2018, and a civil and a secret war two in like 2015. And the secret war two was only to save the best characters from their dying spinoffs. The ultimate universe was dying. Nobody was reading it because it sucks ass, <laughs> but everybody likes Miles Morales. So they were like, oh, we can't, we have to give a, like an in-universe reason for him to not disappear. So they did. Exactly. It's all, it's all crap. Hey, Sorry. No, no, no. It, it, <laughs> this is why I'm the comic book person. Hey, I can talk about I, it for hours. And that, that's what I appreciate most because then uh, when you're saying about how you love Black Widow because it's the best movie in the world. I didn't, clearly, I didn't say that. Um, I didn't say that. It I didn't redefines say that. No, the feminist pop genre, no, I believe. No, uh, nope. I am a misogynist. I hate feminism. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that kind of thing. I am. Um, nope. I refuse to have that placed on me i hate women and i hate this movie yeah i i just uh, i don't know so to to touch on one of the things that you were mentioning about the crossover especially like how miles morales was getting cherry picked out um it, it seems like that was also really happening in this movie and several times mm -hmm. obviously with uh florence Pew and uh, her version of Black Widow, but also it seemed like okay, well, surrogate dad and surrogate mom are going to become yeah. uh, new like side characters that will pop yeah. up here and there because why not? Yeah, I mean, the entire end of the movie was just set up, you know, like they had, it's that, I mean, it kind of makes sense because they had to get something out of this because she's dead, so they can't use any of this with Scarlett Johansson anymore. They had to pump something out of this movie that they could spin off into stuff which is the entire setup of certainly of the third act and, and you know we'll, we'll we'll get to it in fact you know we we can kind of start moving yeah, yeah. towards like the, the 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 plot rundown here but just seeing a third act develop into what was going to become the the black widow tv show as i would call it mm -hmm. where you weekly yep. get to see like fixing a case yep. and then popping exactly uh, you know, it, it's, just, it's all set up you're just getting the tv show pilot in the third act and, really and I, I really could not um I don't know. It it just didn't resonate with me. I, me that's neither. with solid to be honest, action. that's that story is not interesting to me. It, the only reason I would watch it is if they put David Harbour in it. They're like, going if to. it's just if it's just Florence Pugh, like occasionally working with them to save the other widows, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if they're like all teaming up and she's like going out to every in every episode with him, I'll watch it because he's See? so good. And that's how they get you. They'll they'll market. He's test. good. I'm sorry. He's okay? the MVP the, of this movie. Fucking, okay, let, the let, stupid Soviet superhero. Yeah, is let, the best let's talk character about in this movie. Exactly. So let's talk about uh, the, the movie. Let's do uh, a little bit of a rundown here because we of start off in 1995 with Black Widow just doing a blatant ripoff of the Americans. The Americans, basically. Yep. Uh, uh, Big the, just the fucking not even trying literally just the americans it's and, great and uh you, you get to see uh a very young black widow and her younger sister as well as fake mom and fake dad uh they're all posing as a normal family in ohio they're running a mission to try and steal some shield intel and then uh they complete the mission so then they immediately bail on everything there's a, a high-speed chase uh, involving them taking off in a plane and you're like oh man i hope that they get away i 
I guess. And <laughs> I felt very conflicted about that. And then there is like the very casual reveal that David Harbour is uh, a superhero in this. He's a yeah. Russian super soldier serum guy, which now... I, the only one, the only Soviet superhero, much like Captain America is the only American one. They only managed to get it to work once for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. For sure. Uh, uh, again, that's not something that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier dives into at all about Isaiah Bradley being an African-American who becomes the Captain America in the 1950s mm-hmm. and then gets uh, you know, uh, all, all experimented on and stuff. Uh, regardless, for whatever reason, Super Soldier Serums, you only are able to get one successful one yeah uh, okay Cause then, great cause yeah because then, yeah, then you get their goal accomplished of super soldier armies then it's not a superhero character yeah it's i just mean this, like what what would it, has it be, to be like? a one and done thing yeah what, the only time you get more is if the enemy gets one that's it otherwise it's kind of pointless in terms of superhero storytelling you can't have a bunch of them which is also why they fucking got rid of all the winter soldiers i was about why that to say whole arc happened where they killed off all the other winter soldiers was because there can only be one otherwise he's not a fucking superhero they walked Same into the, the spinoff factory like all know? these widows exist now but they're not really widows that's why none of them got any character development they're just like you know whatever yeah again um scarlet scarlet johansson was special because they none of them understood how she broke conditioning or whatever Sure. You know? I mean, it, it is also interesting that she's like, I call myself Black Widow, even though Black Widows are like a notorious espionage slash terror mm-hmm. organization. It would be like if someone does was, she call herself Black Widow? Her code name is Black Widow. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, like her by Avengers that. code name. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Because you know. like superhero names are fucking weird in the MCU. They want to be like realistic as much as they can. So the superheroes never do that shit. The news names them mm-hmm. or like, Nobody ever says their name. Captain America was a propaganda piece, so that's easy. Tony Stark loved being a superhero, so that was easy. But pretty much everyone else, fucking Spider-Man was the spider guy, Spider-Boy on YouTube. Nobody named him Spider-Man. Yeah, That kind of shit does, like, I get what they're trying to go for, but I feel like that kind of robs agency of the characters. The fact that none of them name themselves. It also, in this case, would be like if someone were to be like, Oh, it, it's uh, Superman, Batman, and Isis Man. Oh no! Yeah, I, what, it turns out there's an organization named Isis that they're oh, terrorists. Fuck. You do not, under any circumstances, gotta hand it to them. Yeah, it it just seems real bad. But regardless, uh, also just uh, shout out to David Harbor. If you need a guy to play a mid '80s to early '90s father Hell figure yeah, to dude. a troubled uh, teenage girl, he's bam. so good at it. <laughs> He's so, I love it. I love him in this movie. He's a uh, major Dilf vibes, I think, as as the kids would say. For sure. So uh, they complete their mission. They rendezvous with their boss. Who, uh, I challenge anyone who has watched this movie. What's the name of their boss? Tell me the name other than Russian can I Ray do it? Winston. Can I, can I do it? Uh, the special. MC- yeah, it's Drakov. I'm glad our special yes. MCU correspondent <laughs> will know. The people at home uh, who didn't know, that's exactly my point for this villain. Incredibly underwritten. We don't really know. We don't really care. I think we get like three minutes with him, maybe. Uh, he was literally written off in a line of dialogue before. They talk about him getting killed. Oh, this guy started the Black Widow program. Wow, that's intense. Tell us about him. No, yeah. he's dead. I killed him. And then in this movie, they're like, oh, he's not dead. Okay, are you going to tell us about him? No. We're (laughs) We're going to tell you that he has a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah. Uh, But 
But uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I just can't skip over the fact that the the two girls are then given to the the to Drakov to get through uh, the training program for Black Widows, the mm-hmm. Red Room, and then we we learn through just a painful slow piano cover of oh "Smells my Like Teen Spirit." God. They <laughs> put a fucking Nirvana cover in this fucking movie. What the. F- fuck was that was the most ridiculous fucking thing i've ever fucking seen i could not believe what i was watching still a good I movie was, in your opinion like i was at this point you're like all right i'm still ride it's or not die good it's just better <laughs> than i thought it would be and some of it is good not the fucking nirvana cover though i mean i was fucking getting like insane. a major like human trafficker almost vibe from Drakov, yeah. and i figure that maybe if it wasn't the Godzilla versus Kong guy, I would have assumed that there was like a earlier draft where he was just a human trafficker and didn't have all these like spy assassin ladies, uh, be- because that would well, be a I don't little know, bit because a- they because he's been set up as the red room guy for a long time. Sh- sure. The fucking- the, uh, well, the he, Budapest mission that in in the history of the MCU, Hawkeye and Black Widow, their little friendship, con- they constantly reference the Budapest mission, uh-huh. which in this movie is revealed to be the one where Black Widow tries to kill him. Yeah, and they yeah, uh, they mention him by name as being the Red Room guy in earlier movies. So he's always been the spy guy, the the little girl spy. Absolutely, guy. I just find it very suspicious that all of his. Female assassins are roughly between the ages of 24. No, and it is 30. very suspicious. Yeah. yeah, it's very. I mean, yeah, it feels like. Yeah. OK, some guy started trafficking little girls and then a big, scary Soviet guy was like, hey, can you turn them into assassins? And he's like, why not? I'm already fucking them. Yeah. Maybe like, like one then, out of 30. Is that OK? It's like, yeah, yeah. sure. That'll, that'll work. Yeah, um, that'll, that'll do. It, it just got like, I don't know. I got some like weird almost like Ep- you know epstein wanting to touch on that and the zeitgeist yeah. that marvel He's was trying fucking, to tap into he is a fucking epstein guy but you know they're 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 not they're not going to go there but they i would have, have loved to see a third act that. scene where black widow is having to just beat the shit out of some mind-controlled 11 year old female yeah, assassins that would have been like, awesome she's trying not to hurt them now. but they're trying to kill her like that would be a what, fun game to what take was disappointing place. is that they implied that there would be because like the girls she fought are all the girls that got kidnapped with her in that intro scene. You can tell because they fo- I remember I noticed they focused specifically on the like two black girls in the group uh-huh. when they were getting kidnapped uh-huh. and they did the same thing to the adults uh-huh. and like they're all the same age, they're the same girls. But then throughout like the movie there's multiple points where Definitely. they're like asking oh is there more girls how many more girls has he taken this that, and, this. and he says he's like i'm i'm picking up girls all the time i'm turning them into little super soldiers all the time so Make- it's like there should have been a bunch of little 11 year olds running around in that sky base trying to kick their ass but there probably were we didn't see them meaning they probably no. crashed when they shot down the sky base they're all dead yeah they killed a bunch of little girls <laughs> Actually, none of them died. They all got turned into little baby taskmasters. Is yeah. uh, what, what yeah. ended up happening here? Oh, God, we'll we'll get to taskmaster in a second. Um, anyway, we we, we like, see uh, Natasha like defect. To sh- yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about <laughs> what they did to taskmaster. Don't worry. Um, Natasha okay. defects the shield. Uh, she thinks that Drakov is dead, of course, because she blew up his building in Budapest, as you were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, she feels guilty because uh, uh, she killed his daughter. So we get Chekhov's dead daughter 
getting yep. kind of name dropped there. Yep. And I'm like, oh, boy, most obvious, most obvious thing in the world. They're not going to fucking make Black Widow a child murderer, dude. They're going to act like she feels bad because she thinks she's one, but they're not about to make one of their superheroes a fucking child murderer. That's can't, not going to happen. Can't sell too many backpacks with that uh, being nope. the implication. So um, we, we jump to 2016 where uh, she's now a fugitive living in Norway. And then meanwhile, uh, her sister, uh, Yelena, who's uh, Florence Pugh, the, the heir apparent, we get to see mm-hmm. her kind of do some some cool spy stuff and kill a, a former Black Widow that had defected. But then she comes into contact with something called the Red Dust. There's so many red things in this movie. Red Lame Dust, names. Red Room, Red Guardian. It, it all kind of blurs together a little bit. But uh, that frees her from the mind control, which I, I thought, okay, so there is a, a a rogue Black Widow agent that that got a serum that was concocted by someone else who was also in the red room. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I wonder what scientist lady it was going to be. If only they had shown like how the mom was a scientist type earlier. Oh, they had great. Well, clearly it's her. They're not going to fumble the bag this heavily. Right. They did. Yes. (laughs) Because she's not, that's just a thread. You don't get an answer to a much more interesting story that you're not going to get to watch. And we can find that out when she is a supporting character on Black Widow yep. TV show. Yep. Now available yep. on Disney Channel. Um yeah, it, it it's uh it's not great. So anyways, uh Florence Pugh sends the antidote to Scarlett Johansson hoping that she'll bring some Avengers with her and then they'll kind of be able to try and take out the the Red Room. But uh, before too much can happen, Natasha is attacked by Taskmaster by having a missile blow up her car and uh, it flips over fucking several times. Absolute bullshit. She's not dead. Absolute yeah. fucking bullshit. The way they did that shit, that fuck, she's dead. Natasha instantly. is not like a superhero. She, no, and she's she, just a per- They make jokes about that in the movie that she's just a person. And she's. The fucking car gets blown up from underneath and then flips like five times. Yeah, that is such bull. That's fucking ridiculous. I mean, she she Insane. should be dead. And I understand the idea of oh well, in spy movies, like James Bond has survived so many things that he also shouldn't have. It rarely happens in the form of car explosion, car explosion, falling from sixty yeah. plus feet yeah. while landing on things, and then fucking sky death scene that that occurs as an entire base falls on her but anyways uh natasha is attacked by taskmaster who is like the super secret agent person that general drakov sends out only for the most serious missions ah gee i wonder what uh taskmaster's deal is i wonder Mm -hmm. who this guy definitely a guy is Uh uh-huh honestly honestly (laughs) i so I knew it was a girl just because of spoilers. Like I opened Twitter on a Friday and it was like, lady taskmaster. Oh my God. No, no, it wasn't <laughs> even that. Ken fucking spoiled it. Ken just decided to tweet taskmaster's a woman, by the way. And I'm like, I didn't know. I wouldn't have figured it out. I'm really stupid. I wouldn't know. I knew like, I knew something was up with his daughter, but I wasn't, I wouldn't have assumed that taskmaster was a woman. Um, even though, you know, when you know, it's super obvious. That's why taskmaster does not speak. The entire movie precisely because they made it a woman and they wanted to surprise you this is the girl boss movie we have girl boss terrorists girl boss child murderers girl boss fucking incredible like it's the, it's literally the joke that they played up with david harbour when they all rescue him and black widow and uh 
Yelena are like upset at him for not being a dad. And he's like, you're both the most like deadly assassins in the world. You spilled so much blood. I'm so proud of you. It's literally that. But the movie was doing it unironically, like saying, acting like it was super proud that that these girls are so violent and aggressive and just absolute killing machines. I, I mean, it, was it, it just a is- lot of girl boss stuff. And, you know, I, I appreciate a movie where, like, all of the people are women on the level that, like, in a lot of other action movies, it's all of the guys are. It's only yeah. guys and it's a boys club. Um, yeah. it, it it just seemed a little bit like, at least with t- the Taskmaster character, who, uh, at least from my experience in the comics, you, you I'm sure you, you must know a whole lot more. Um, Taskmaster is kind of a, a quippy, smart mouth. Yeah person who can yeah duplicate because he goes anything. up against spider-man and deadpool a lot he has yeah. to match that energy and, and that and he is like i mean i was gonna say his name is fucking tony masters but Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a thing for every comic book character but yeah his name is fucking tony masters and he he just has a photographic memory that's his superpower Literally a photographic memory. That's it. But like a super good one, I guess. It is interesting that you mentioned Deadpool because I feel like this is less the uh, 2015 Deadpool and more like the X-Men Origins Wolverine version of Deadpool. I saw that joke a lot. I I saw that joke a lot. People drew a lot of cute little chibi Deadpools cheering up cute little chibi Taskmasters with right next to pictures of X-Men Origins Deadpool. It was was pretty funny. I get that. I do. And the way they set it up, they can easily recast Taskmaster. Oh, of anytime course. they want, because Taskmaster does what he does in this or what she does in this movie, not from her photographic memory. She does it because she has a chip in her brain and a super techie helmet that analyzes fight moves for her. At best, she's able to process information quickly, which is not really a unique character trait. No, so they that's... can give this to any character they want. So Taskmaster can come back and be rejuvenated and fixed in a in a show. Like I said, Taskmaster I, will come back so in the Black Widow show and be better. For shitty Black Widow to team up with shitty Taskmaster and then they become like a real quipster group. Just a lot mm-hmm. of them, you know. I can talk about how uh, superhero poses are bullshit. Because uh, that, that I that, liked her, I liked her personality. I enjoyed in this it, movie. her too. I thought it was. I definitely the... prefer it to fucking ScarJo's Black Widow in every other movie. The only time she felt like a real person was in Endgame and in this. Uh-huh. Every other movie, she sucked being like the hardcore, cold killer character. It sucked. I like Yelena as Black Widow and her being like, yeah, okay, it's fucking quippy and annoying. Every fucking character in Marvel. That's. Per- See, I personally I have fresh, a big reason Ruby. to hate. I hate quippiness in these movies personally, specifically because my favorite character, he is one of one of the like Spider-Man is known for being quippy. That is his thing is he's quippy in the comics. The other heroes are not like that. Deadpool is because he's a comic relief character. Spider-Man is quippy, but because everyone's fucking quippy in the movies, they gave they made Spider-Man annoying instead. His entire debut in this in this universe was where he wouldn't shut the fuck up and fucking Winter Soldier and Falcon had to tell him to shut up because this is a fight. You're not supposed to talk so much. That's what they gave him. They stole one of my fav- one of my favorite superheroes only personality traits is his quippiness and fucking shove it onto everyone. And it's super annoying because 
when you get to the point in your story when stakes are supposed to be high, every like everyone knows this by now. It's annoying when they're quipping at Thanos while he's killing half their friends. That's annoying when they do that kind of thing. When nothing is taken seriously because they're constantly quipping. But yeah, I kind of yeah. like it with just, this character because just, all we because we had the alternative with ScarJo's Black Widow that was worse. So uh-huh. I'll take it. I, I'm so glad because uh, uh, she is. This this new Black Widow, uh, when they meet up, she is uh, uh, you know a, a match for Scarlett Johansson hand to hand combat, but she can quip. So yeah, that that's really cool. And she's the only character who has quips or comedic beats. They definitely yep. don't double dip in this when they decide <laughs> to then uh, try and figure out where the red room is, so that way then they, they try and go find their fake dad who's in a Russian prison who is uh, somehow his super soldier serum has allowed him to get fat while in a Russian prison, which, you know, yeah. I, I want to know how that, which that they, only, works. they only did it so they could do the fucking Mr. Incredible scene. Uh-huh. Literally just literally red suit fat ass is trying to get back in his red suit. That doesn't fit him anymore. It's so, it's it, so bad. It, I it, hate it, Yeah. You, you hate it. it. It's almost it really, like it uh, takes you out of it. Cause it's like, why the fuck is, is it because it's a Soviet super serums like what or whatever? They're not as good as the American. Yes. One, so it lets you Ruby, get fat, come on. Like, he has Karl Marx hand knuckle that was tattoos. Awesome. That was so good. That wasn't done to make him look cool. That was done to make him look ridiculous. I know. To make him look like an idiot. Because yeah. he, he as a character still believes in the ideals of the Soviet Union and he's treated as an idiot for it. He's coming out like like he looks at Scarlett Johansson. He's like, look at them. Look at them. They prop, they fucking, they imperialized you. How could they? And it's, he's treated as a joke for it, which is, you know, obviously done on purpose, but it's just, it's annoying. Why has he got to be a fat guy? Just let him be ripped still. Yeah. I would have uh, loved to see David Harbour do the, do the normal actor to ripped freak for Marvel. Are, are we ready? Are like, are, do we honestly want to see that at some point? Just, yeah. Shredded I want to David Harbour. Shredded. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, uh, this is I saw somebody mention like for lore reasons that they should have released this movie when it was set after Civil War, which I agree with because then it would have had more weight. But, but then that, I feel like they also would have with... had the chance to finally have him fight Captain America. Now, I, I would be really upset if at some point in the future they don't let David Harbour fight Falcon as Captain America. That That's for sure happening. Also, like people need to to chill when talking about how like black widow should have gotten a movie before number one like obviously yes she should have but number two like she had a structural contract agreement that then neither side yeah. wanted to really budge on and so um that there is that larger factor i'm not going to defend disney whatsoever but i think we all need to consider that maybe just maybe scarlett johansson wanted to try out other movies instead of another <laughs> yeah. marvel thing uh, oh, but this time you know really cool or whatever you know yeah um i like i i made the point that like um in the notes where is it it's like um i thought it was weird because like when they first announced it it was implied oh we're gonna give a female superhero her chance to shine today you're gonna see it and then they you know they fucking sucks for you captain marvel did it first and then not only did they like kind of steal the female superhero moment from scarlett johansson but then they killed her off in Endgame, before the big female like stage show at the end, 
when all the A team members like group up and they take their little photo op of the women and then they run off and help Superman when they didn't need to help her. But like they killed her off so she couldn't even be a part of that. That's fucked up. You might even say the Black Honestly. Widow's not like the other girls. Just a no, real real not. real special one there. Um yep. so they 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 try and they rescue their dad out of uh this this Russian prison so that way then they can get the location of the red room which the only things we know about are the red room uh is constantly changes locations. We don't know where it is, but the guy who's been in a Russian prison since like 1980 whatever definitely will know. He'll know the exact location yeah, right. right now. That 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 definitely tracks. Sure, fine. Um that obviously the dad doesn't know so they go and they see their fake mom who's running like a pig torture farm, I think is the the best way to That was fucking to, weird. To, I to mean, yeah. It. It's cuz I didn't get what the fuck was going on until they like reveal that she's the one doing the mind control on the girls. Yeah. What did like, she why think the fuck that, is that was she out here? Be. What the? F- yeah, that too. I mean, I mean, none like, of them noticed until she showed them the little tablet. No, but like, no. Like, how does she know that this is not being used? Like, oh, I wonder what yeah, you're using yeah. this mind control thing for. Uh, G- General, who is known for heading up the Red Room program. Yeah. God, I wonder who you could be using. And the fact that, like, the limited imagination of, well, I'm obviously going to get a whole bunch of tiny little female spies, and that's what I'm going to do, instead of, I don't know, Manchurian candidating everything. Anything, which is but, insane. Like, I mean, they they imply that they've done as much. Kind uh, of, when, but they, they don't want to touch on their Hydra he, stuff. Like He says he can fucking flip a switch and, like, collapse economies, which sure. implies that there are some of his widows in, like, political positions and stuff. But I mean, we're not going to see any like, again, more interesting stories. I would love to see what happens if they trigger a fucking war somewhere. Oh, a black widow. But they're not gonna. <laughs> As you can see and- from my TV and my sky base, <laughs> I have eight different episodes of a limited series available. <laughs> Every single episode, Yelena's going to pull up and like blast the widow's finger off as she's about to press the button to end the world in every episode. And then gasser, and then they'll be like, "Oh wow, that was close! I almost ended the world." Yeah, capitalism prevails. Let's go on, and they'll just march on to the next one. The evil Black Widow was about to redistribute the wealth in Venezuela, but thankfully, yeah. Flores Pugh was <laughs> able to go in and convince her not to get rid of those oil reserves. Yeah, we all Let's win. Go. <laughs> um, it, it just seemed like this movie was was very much painted into the box of it can't be anything that would change the MCU forever. It can't be yeah. anything that would change the timeline. You can't kill Black Widow, so there aren't stakes, really. And and also, like we've done the Winter Soldier program, we've done all of the Hydra elements. So you can't really return to those beats when Hydra was kind of the stand-in for the Russian government yeah. in the, yeah. the, the a lot of the comics. That, and stuff. That's something that fucking annoys me in media in general and in Marvel is that they're like pussies. the The American government's crimes are committed by Hydra. The Nazis don't exist. They're Hydra now. They're not loyal to the Nazi ideals. They're just bad. Uh, the fucking Soviets, this guy, no, nah, he's not a Soviet. He's just a dude who runs the Red Room. Fucking don't ask wh- how he got it set up. Don't worry about it. I mean, he, he is he a Soviet. He, he was a general. From, 
but like in that in that uh uh in the beginning scene when they're running from the cops that's shield chasing them yes yeah that's not even like they're not even like soviet spies stealing stuff for the soviets they're fucking stealing shit from shield which is also the stand-in for the cia it's stupid. Absolutely. It's very cowardly. It's very annoying. But I'm again, I'm so glad that you view this as uh, the best of the phase four movies. Uh, Fuck off. You know, Fuck I, off. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's very nice. What other movies are even in fucking phase four? I don't know. That's exactly. You forget um, all of the other ones. Well, this That's is how the good first the- one. This is the first because they shoved, they shoved the second Spider-Man into phase three still as like an epilogue. And then they were like, phase four is canceled for a year. And that's it. They've yeah. only put out the shows. So this is technically <laughs> the first movie of this. So phase. you're saying technically this is the best it movie the of Phase 4? Yeah, Man, technically. oh god. Doubling down on that. Uh, uh, we'll have to <laughs> revisit whenever Shang-Chi comes out. So uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, meanwhile, they are able to... Uh, uh, I'm not going to get into like the bizarre spy shit that they steal all of the plot points from the winter soldier on with the fake faces and pulling it off but they, that, they, fa- that fake face shit they haven't even used that since winter soldier yeah she used that to get into somewhere and they're like oh this seems extremely useful we're never going to use it again no nope, no nope. until right now or like how for example they could use that instead of uh uh their regular faces Whenever they're having to do like public addresses and things, you know, be like yeah. fake people, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It uh, ultimately doesn't matter because we get to the villain's lair, which is the giant uh, space, not spaceship, skyship that hides in the clouds, I guess that that, you know, I, that, that's I remember a thing. I had a I had a um, I noticed it as it happened that my brain was trying to peep come up with something to suspend my disbelief. And I was like, oh, this thing probably produces a cloud to constantly surround it. Because if the clouds moved, everyone's going to fucking see it. It's huge. Sure. So it's probably constantly making clouds around itself. That's yeah. why nobody sees it for some reason. So- and yeah, nobody's found it for forever, but a satellite has never seen it. Satellite it's has fine. never seen it. It's never popped Satellite up on has any never sort of passed like, over this section of the map before. A weather pattern, for example, has hasn't popped it up in any way. Um, or how about how any planes are flying into it or out of it, or how a, a Soviet era general is able to again come up with mind control and also a city-sized sky plane and is like. I'm going to make an army of killer ballerinas. That's going to be my thing instead. Fucking so weird. Just, just, it, it doesn't compel me as a villain. I didn't spend any time with the villain and the villain seemed no, he was, stupid from he the get go. He was super lame. He was um, super lame. I mean, again, uh, Thor one might be a bad movie, but I'll take Loki over General Drakov as an yeah. antagonist. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll even take Thor 2's villain. What is it, Malekith or whatever? The dark Malekith, elf, the yeah, bizarrely, the weirdly, racially, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that goes uh, these days. Yeah, the dark elves. We can't let those dark elves take over Asgard. Don't want any dark elves in our Nordic imagery for whatever reason. Sure, mm-hmm. great job, Odin. <laughs> um, but uh, I, again, like I, I just could not feel compelled and so then when the the big reveal of why black widow can't kill ray winstone in person that was fucking weird 
That was fucking weird what, as fuck. Want to tell like, the good they, people? Ooh, they, ooh. they definitely just admitted that he fucks them. Yeah. The only reason she can't fucking like beat him physically. He trained her to like when his pheromones. I hate that fucking word, by yeah. the way. Anytime someone says fucking pheromones, they're a pedophile rapist. Yeah. Period. End of discussion. Pheromones and, he said and he age of consent. The same people to, use yep, those words yep, uh, all the he, time. He got her to re, her body reacts to her pharo, to his pheromones and she cannot bring physical harm to him, <laughs> which is also portrayed very strangely because that seems like something where like if she went at him with a knife. Her grip would get weaker, and or she like wouldn't be able from to move. across she, the room. She like full force swings it and stops. Like there's a magnetic field stopping her fist uh-huh. from like pushing the knife into him. She like can't physically move, which does not seem like something that works that way. Couldn't he one. just have had a code word that then would just kind of yeah? Like, but my the Winter Soldier did that. Does, the Winter Soldier know, did that. You that, can't do that. Exactly. Simpsons did it again. I know. I know. It's it's a it's a real problem here. Um, it also makes it weird that then Black Widow can't kill him, but new Black Widow Florence Pugh has no problem running up right beside him with her killer batons and then yeah. stabbing it into the plane and blowing it up and then killing him later on. Um, it, it just, I don't know. It seemed like it was yeah, one of she those. She had to, she had to, in that scene, just to give a little context to anyone who thankfully didn't have to watch this. She discovered it's she, you, you find out that she knew before because her mom told her, oh yeah, he, uh, he fucking juiced you up with his, with his daddy smell. You're not going to be able to hit him or anything or hurt him because he, he made you like that. And she's like, well, then what do I do? And she's like, you have to sever the nerve in your face or something sure that gets yeah. you to smell it don't understand but okay whatever and she goes okay like she's like ah, oh, that'll be hard i'll figure it out she does it by f- slamming her face into his desk so hard that you see blood that she severs a nerve in her fucking like in face. her face yeah and she starts bleeding like she just got stabbed there it's in the center of her fucking like eyebrows and she's like yeah, I'm just going to sever the nerve. And he's like, what? What are you going to do? And she fucking just into her fucking desk, in his desk. She's like, oh, I can hit you now. (laughs) What? That's fucking good. That feels like if she had gotten, he beat the shit out of her before. A little bit earlier in the scene, when you find out she can't hit him, but you haven't been told with a flashback that she already knew she wouldn't be able to hit him. So she was faking him out. You're still as an audience member, if you're an idiot under the impression that she can't hit him and she didn't know he's beating the shit out of her. He's like punching her in the face. He's kicking her. He should have severed that nerve himself by punching her in the face. It's but almost he like didn't. he would but, know not to hit there or something, you know? Yeah, like they would, but they, that's not the implication that's made because you're also not supposed to know that she can bust out of it by doing that or whatever. It's such a weird fucking. It's I, such a weird scene. I hate a lot of weird vibes. They really push in this Epstein guy, but they won't call him that. It's so fucking weird. And they uh, I, they're not going to even try and pull a Suicide Squad. They're not going to say like there's a tiny implant like in the base of your skull, and that's the thing that is allowing him to control yeah. you, and you have to deactivate that. No, no, no. Yeah. It, whatever. Fine. So she's able, of course, to then finally beat him, punch him. They blow up mm-hmm. his sky base. There's this uh, pretty. Uh, I thought even among all of like the 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 
garbage surrounding it. The sequence where they're falling from the sky and then you see Black Widow fighting various people going through airplanes, like it through like the, the hangars of airplanes yeah. uh, all around and then fighting taskmaster and then u- utilizing parachutes to adjust the speed at which you're falling. I mean, it, that was clever and I will give them that. And that's why I will say I have to give credit to the second unit director because the action guy is the one who's actually making that scene yeah. possible. Not the storyboard yeah. person who says like, and then they fight. And yeah. that's it. It's like um, it's like every time I watch these movies, I just get ideas for where their potential could have been. I would have much preferred a like grounded secret base for the Red Room that was just really hard to find for whatever. They could come up with a bunch of reasons. You mean like the secret base to, that like, exists for the Winter Soldier program? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like literally they if they want it to be like like especially hard, like because their reasoning was stupid. They see it's in the sky and Black Widow's like, oh, well, no wonder no one saw it. No one thought to look up. Huh? <laughs> That's stupid. Fuck you. They would have looked. They're looking. Oh, that's stupid. They could have come up with some tech or some shit as to why it couldn't be found. And then the fight scene between her and Taskmaster could have been, I think, very a lot better looking because this was a fun sequence and it was a really fun fight. But it was very marred for me by how shitty everything around them looked. Yep. Any piece of rubble or plane or anything that they were not in immediate contact with that was just in the sky around them looked like dog shit. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had to use all that CGI if you had them fighting in like a grounded base underground. That's like, I don't know, maybe it's blowing up and they have to like run. There's a couple like sequences of CGI and I don't know, jumping some big collapsing scaffolding or some. I don't know. I felt like they could have gone, gotten Give the same him kind a of volcano layer. Just fuck CGI, it. I think. Volcano layer. At this layer. point, why not? This is just as cheesy as the fucking sky base. Come on. It, I mean, again, that that's all I can hope for in the Black Widow TV show. Because um, I hope they go to a bunch of secret bases <laughs> and they fight the sharks with laser beams on their heads and the, and the pit of piranhas and all that shit. All that shit. Uh, they, I want I want the Black Widow show to be fucking Austin Powers. Don't give them ideas. Please, the, <laughs> we, we say these things, and then Disney's like, "Sure, yeah." Well, with, well, with two quippy characters, with fucking David Harbor and um, and Yelena as as the characters they are, they could do a fucking Austin Powersy fucking style spy yeah. ship. There's and definitely like a Captain Britain kind of lurking around, you know. They're he, doing that already. Oh, well, then great. They're doing that for the What If show. They're making Peggy Carter Captain America, but she's Captain Britain. Oh, I see. I was thinking Captain Britain, but have like Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah like an, as an actual in. character. But yeah. I feel like they're not going to do that because they're like doing that thread in this What If show. Everything in What If is going to be like, well, this is not going to happen. So you get it in What If and shut up. I'm, I'm, I, oh. Dear God, oh, so much, so much. The content, it fills my veins. It makes me. Yeah. And they, uh, they can't do something like Captain Britain now because there's no more serum left. They're going to like throw out the Ruby, point of, a, Ruby, of these super. They're going to throw out the point of Captain America if they find more serum, because then they'll be like, oh, well, why don't you give it to Falcon? He's supposed to be Captain America. You have to soup him up. But they're not going to do that. They're not. I hope they don't do that. I really hope they don't do that. Sure. Yeah, I, I'll believe that would but... piss me off. Oh, yeah. No, the serum's all gone. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, but there's still the serum that makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. So, you know. That wasn't a serum. That was a spider. 
The it was a radioactive spider. Fine. It wasn't Serum some special juice of spider. If they make it a juice of spider, I'm gonna be pissed off because it's supposed to be it's classic ridiculousness where radiation, instead of giving the spider cancer, made it give people superpowers. That's all it is. Fine. It'll be like a radioactive Trisket, and that not, will be the thing. It's not going to be though. It's not going to be though because everything in the Marvel universe is mostly based off the Ultimate Universe for some fucking reason. So the spider is going to be fucking experimented on by Oscorp. They're going to put fucking Norman Osborn in the next Spider-Man movie, and you'll be like. Peter, I killed Uncle Ben and I gave you the superpowers. What? No way. I hate it. I hate it. I hate Pulls it. Off That's what the... they did in the ultimate. It's okay. It's okay. I hate the ultimate comics so much. I'm sorry. I'm going to say for a second, dumbest shit in the world. The ultimate comics, what they did to Spider-Man was so dumb and it was fine, but also terrible. They made it so that Oscorp made the spider uh, and Peter's dad fucking created Venom. Peter and Eddie Brock's dads were working together to make a cure for cancer that turned into venom. Fucking Great. insane. That doesn't make any. F- okay, I'm done. Right. It's okay. I'm going to stop. Hey, it, I'm going to lose. Care. I have to yell of... about this. I have to yell about this movie, not about random comics. Yeah, that we're are talking not related, about Black so. Widow, not Spider-Man. Two very different arachnid type things. Come on now. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they uh, they all land. And then, you know, new Black Widow is given a whole bunch of vials of serum and are told, like, you have to go uh, synthesize the cure. You have to go give it out to all these other Black Widows that are out there. She Great. has so- one left. That's not going to be a problem or a sure. plot point. I'm sure. There's only one fucking vial left. It's going to be but. just God. It It's fine. Uh, they all leave. Black Widow stays behind. Uh, she gets surrounded by like shield agents. But then we smash cuts to two weeks later where she's somehow gotten out of it. And she gets a Quinjet. So then she's going to go rescue all the Avengers. Uh, yay. Then credits yay. roll. Ten minutes of fucking credits roll. And then we're. Yeah, told in, uh, uh, about how after Natasha dies, Yelena, her sister, is finally visiting her. And then that's when the uh, Contessa Valentina from the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Oh, is that by- who she is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I knew she was supposed to be someone important, but I was like, See, I don't recognize her name from comics. So I didn't know who she was, but I knew she was like somebody somebody would recognize. She is basically she walked in like, look at me. I'm a character, you know, and I'm like, I don't. I don't know who you are, but well, okay. and, and see, the, it was supposed to be a bigger reveal. It was supposed to be like, whoa, who actually is she? Because this movie was supposed to come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier came yeah. out. And so, yeah, yeah we, we got uh, uh, a lot of kind of bouncing kind of around there. Um, we, yeah, she is basically like the I think she's forming like a Dark Avengers of some kind. Cause is she? she what? OK, uh, tell me real quick what the deal is with her in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do you remember? She recruits evil Captain America to join her secret task force just like she oh, is recruiting the one new that black they, like, widow the one who the killed one a guy made... decapitated him with the shield yeah that guy that i don't know that yeah well, what he you, fucking you... decapitates a guy yeah it's fine i didn't know that he i knew that he was like an asshole and they replaced they didn't give it to sam like sam was like i don't want to be it let's put it in a museum yep. and then they were like no here's captain america yeah i don't know he fucking decapitated the guy it, jesus yeah yeah it, it's it's a whole thing i mean you know that makes it seem like way cooler it's of course like shot in the most pg-13 yeah, yeah friendly way possible but yeah they're like can you believe it he did this it's like yeah actually i i, I very much can it seems like uh, also that that's also really stupid though like i'm acting like i'm surprised but Captain America killed guys like all the time. Yep. In his movies. The Marvel heroes don't give a shit about killing people in the MCU. Only Spider-Man does. It kind of pisses me off, but I'm kind of relieved 
that they didn't have him just kill whoever he wanted. They did it once. The important thing is that Spider-Man has stayed pure. No blood is on his hands. Yes. Get ready for yes. Spider-Man That's 3. That's important to All me. All blood that on his imp- hands. That is important to me. That Only he stays blood a good on his character, hands. true to his comic book origins. To right? save and Aunt May, he has to choke out MJ. That's what happened. <laughs> Vicious Yo, scene. Jesus. Uncut. R-rated. We're <laughs> bringing back the emo Spider-Man. Yep. He's coming back. Spider-Man 3, second time's the charm. So uh, now, now you know, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And then the, the post credit scene is like, by the way, you should try and kill the guy who's responsible for your sister's yeah, death. And they fucking and show Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And like, I'm not going to watch the fucking Hawkeye series. I, I'm, I'm also, just not. Also, um, how the fuck would she know that? Hawkeye didn't even tell any of the Avengers she, what happened. She's like, he said evil he came Nick back Fury. and she didn't make it. No, how the fuck would she know that they went to Magic Planet and killed her for Magic Rock? Hey. There's and that there's no way she should fucking know that. That's so stupid. The, I right? mean, like my guess, best guess is that she's actually a scroll, and so then she has like alien liaisons. But that's that's a theorem for another day. We are Whatever. here to focus though on the final review and rating system of how many trash cans do you want to give this movie? Ruby, Let's where go. are you at? What are you at? Um, honestly, like now that I now that we talked about it, like at length, I am gonna give it a three. A like, three. The one, the one I don't give it is for the stuff I liked, and it sure. was a two. I had settled on a two, but I gave it a three because, like, as like, because like I look at these movies as a fucking idiot. I'm like, yay, colors with this shit. Like, I like what they do with it, and it pissed me off how much wasted potential there was and how much stupid shit in terms of like just the MCU canon. There was a lot of stupid shit going mm-hmm. on and it pissed me off. So it gets a three, three trash cans yep. from me. I, I mean, I think that uh, three trash cans is definitely appropriate. I would give it that too, because this movie is just the worst kinds of ridiculous. You get like, again, you start off the sad piano cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit, the, I, the, the Jason Bourne knockoff plot, Karl Marx knuckle tattoos, uh, a villain with a secret sky base, in credits, pitching you a Disney Plus TV show. Like, it is garbage through and through, but the action is kind of okay and that is a saving grace so watch best of black widow action fight choreography yeah and then you know you'll be fine yeah for me like like the the good in this movie that saved it from four trash cans um was i can name i can count them on a hand it was uh red guardian just everything he did was great the end fight scene or like kind of any fight scene with taskmaster was fun um, and then I can wrap that together with Taskmaster herself. I liked Taskmaster in this movie, but I feel like they they set up Taskmaster to not be able to be an interesting character. Because now that Taskmaster is free from mind control, she's not going to want to be Taskmaster anymore. She's like, ah, oh, that's a tie to my gross pedophile I dad. I am now the master of be, my tasks. I'm the, I'm the master of my <laughs> tasks. I am the to-do list now. I've changed my name. Like she's not going to want to be Taskmaster anymore. Now. Yes. And oh god, that reminds me of when Doctor Who did that. And then they're going to then whoever replaces her as Taskmaster is because of the fact that they made it so it's not a person's ability. It's mm-hmm. the mechanics of the suit and the chip. 
they're not going to, I feel like they're going to fumble it. And whoever's going to be Taskmaster is going to be another drone who's just really interesting to fight, but not interesting as a person. So that, that pissed me off. But the fight scenes themselves were fine with Task. I like them. They were fun. And, and like the character work for the family unit of these four characters, I thought that was fun. I thought that was good. It's annoying. Black Widow's gone now. I actually liked her like big sister, little sister dynamic with Yelena. That's gone. And I feel like Yelena's not going to work with Red Guardian and her mom at all. Or like if she does, she's going to come by to her mom's farm. Be like, hey, mom, uh, help me find this person. Okay. Typing. Found them. Okay. Bye. Uh, yep. Hi, dad. And he's going to be like, hi, I'm still fat. And, you know, that's it. Like yep. they're not going to mix them together. So I feel like that family dynamic is gone. I'm not going to get more of that. So that's just annoying. But while it was there, it was fun. The rest sucks. Hey, hey and that that I think is uh, a, a good note to, to close it out on. So, I mean, uh, it's good, but the rest sucks. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, like, so- that, like what always happens with these movies is they're fine. Most of it sucks, but there's enough in there for you, most likely, to have a good time watching it once. Definitely. The good Marvel movies are the kinds you can watch more than once, but none of the ones, none of the other ones are really bad except for Thor 2. You can watch them, but mm-hmm. whether how much of it you like will determine whether or not you watch it more than once ever again. Precisely. Precisely. So, Ruby, now we're getting to plugs here. You are the plugs. MCU correspondent. Tell us what do you I have am. going on in your world? Where can people find so, you? Uh, as, as from before, you can still find me on Twitter at pussy jihad. That's me. My brand is still going strong. I'm doing well. Now I have other stuff I can plug though. One buy my grift shop collaboration. Hell yeah. Grift dot shop search bar promoter or go to collaborations and then best selling the shirts still on the front page. I beat the fucking Posadist beanie and the hat. And then the fucking women else guy beat me with all his shit, but he'll be gone. So then I'll be back near the top again. Buy my shit, <laughs> buy my shirt, buy my pullover, buy my hoodie. Fuck you. Third, I have a Twitch channel now and I'm streaming randomly, mostly after 8 p.m. EST. I'm eventually going to settle on a schedule. You can watch me play the same games over and over again. Sometimes be funny. Sometimes say things I shouldn't because I forget that I'm live and then I delete the VOD, which I've already done twice. (laughs) But that's okay. Don't cancel me if you happen to catch it live. (laughs) <laughs> weekends i go till like three in the morning weekdays i stop at like midnight go it's what the fuck what right i tried to make my twitch handle pussy jihad they wouldn't let me i changed pussy to p-u-s-i still didn't let me because of jihad they let me put pussy crusade like fucking i didn't put pussy they won't let me but i put pussy and then crusade because they're anti they're islamophobes on twitch jesus but Christ. that's what it is it'll be in my fucking twitter somewhere i'm put it in the bio or in the Perfect. fucking one of the links there somewhere those three things 
thank you. There's my plugs. Hey, hey, again, professional broadcasting. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, on our side of things, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Gigo Podcast. You can uh, subscribe to us on Spotify if you weren't doing that already. Uh, or iTunes, I guess, if you want, then go ahead and leave us a uh, five-star review there. Those help, but, Spot- uh, but Spotify is definitely the, the way of the future. Also, go or ahead. follow them on YouTube if you're not a freak and you use YouTube music like I do. Oh, follow my God. Follow them on Subscribe to them on YouTube and I, listen to them. I didn't there, even realize like we were on YouTube music. Fuck that, yeah. That's, that's, uh... are, I mean, because you can find any video on there. Actually, oh, that's I true. haven't. That's true. Actually, let me check because it's usually easiest for me to find you through Google podcast because okay. that one just opens the fastest on my hey. fucking phone. Hey. I will tell you right now if you're on here. Hold on. All right. Here All right. Go on oh, God. Here. Boom. Uh, there's just a bunch of I'll check later. Okay. If they are there, follow them, subscribe to them there. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh it, it is pretty great. But yes, uh Google Podcast, that can be a, a, a rising element for us to consider. Uh that though is gonna just about do it. I'm gonna go uh watch some I, I don't know, fucking uh Paul Greengrass Jason Bourne movies. Really kind of wash this. <laughs> and yeah, off anything of me. to get something good out of this genre. Get it yeah, out of your mouth. Exactly. You can watch, watch something good by it. comparison, like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? Yeah. Yes. A, a perfect film. I will defend that movie right. to the death. <laughs> well, that movie everyone, is uh, fine. this has been a, a great that episode. That movie's fine. <laughs> That's right. You know, thanks, Gigolos, for listening. Tell him he's wrong about the Marvel <laughs> movies that are good. Tweet him and add him and don't leave him alone. He's wrong about Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's exactly right, y'all. Well, uh, until next time. See ya. Deuces. Deuces.